It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The big day is finally here. The news we've all been waiting for. No, not U.S. soccer advancing to the, in the World Cup over Iran. Cole Anthony and Markel Fultz are coming back Wednesday. We're going to dive into what their returns mean. Plus, break down Monday's loss to the Brooklyn Nets. It's time for Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic. Your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is November 29th, 2022. It'll eventually be November 30th, 2022. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. I'm the expert insight editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked on Magic, some good news that we have been waiting a long time for. Markel Fultz and Cole Anthony will be back on the floor for the Orlando Magic Wednesday as they take on the Atlanta Hawks. We'll talk a little bit about what the first quarter of the season has meant to this team and and what's still ahead for this group, plus break down uh, the box score from Monday's loss to the Brooklyn Nets. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, whether you're your first listener of the day, whether you're listening to us right when we upload here on Tuesday afternoon. We want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's great Locked On podcasts covering every single team in the NBA to search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. So uh, we we all woke up to the news this morning, um, confirmed later, uh, you know, just, just really the momentum building, and, and we kind of figured it was coming sooner than later. But the Orlando Magic are finally not going to have a guard problem. Um, they might have a center problem still, but they're not going to have a guard problem because... Two of the Magic's key guards will be back in the lineup Wednesday as the Orlando Magic take on the Atlanta Hawks. The team uh, has taken Markel Fultz and Cole Anthony off of its injured list, uh, essentially confirming that they will be available to play Wednesday night at the Amway Center. Um, obviously, you know it's it's been really, really hard to talk about this Magic team 
without the context of injuries. Um, for better, mostly for worse. Um, that has been just this overarching theme on the season. Um, the Magic cannot stay healthy. The Magic are playing without any point guards. The Magic are playing with, with seven, eight guys off the floor. Now, Monday night in Brooklyn, the Magic played with eight, without eight players, nearly half of their roster. Um, they had nine available. Uh, it's it's just really, really hard to accomplish anything. And the fact that a lot of these uh, players that are hurt all play the same position. You know, again, Markel Fultz, Jalen Suggs, Cole Anthony, all out. Those are your three main ball handlers, main point guards um, out. It's, it's A, hard to evaluate what you have in a young roster. It's B, hard to get organized and run a consistent offense and and, and do things consistently. Um, C, and C, like, look, you just need bodies at the end of the day. Like, it, 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 like, it's hard to ask a lot of these players to go out there and play their hardest every single night um, without having them, without asking them to do too much. Um, this team was designed and built to play a certain way, uh, and they frankly just haven't been able to play that way um, because they don't have the bodies for it, to be perfectly honest. They don't have the players for it, to be perfectly honest. Um, this, just just getting, just getting Cole Anthony back, uh, and, and it's a little unexpected that he'd be back this soon. I was expecting him maybe another week. Um, just getting Cole Anthony back, having another shooter, another score, another attacker, another driver, is going to ease the role for Franz, uh, for Franz Wagner and Paolo Bancaro, who, you know, to their credit, have really shown the magic a lot. You know, again, I, I, I will tell people this all the time. Like, yes, there are things that aren't working on this roster, but even failure is telling you something. And one of the pleasant surprises of this season is Franz Wagner and Paolo Bancaro have quickly learned how to play on the ball. Now, it's not perfect. It's not ideal. But they have learned how to be the main attackers, and their lives are going to get so much easier. And it's gonna, it's just, it's just going to get so much easier because of what we anticipate from Markel Fultz. Now, I do think it would be unfair to ask Markel Fultz to step in immediately and be the guy that we expect that we expect him to be. Um, Wednesday is going to be tricky. Um, and it's going to be tricky in a lot of areas, in a lot of ways, because Atlanta is playing very well, and Atlanta is a very good team. Um, but I think it's unfair to ask him to step in and be this kind of star player. But what is fair to ask him is to be an organizer, to be someone who can get players in the right spot, that can control the tempo of the game, speed it up when they need to, slow it down when they need to, get the ball to players in the right spots, be that third attacker, get Franz off the ball a little bit so he can get higher percentage shots and higher percentage three-pointers, to get Paolo the ball in the exact right spot to play alongside him Markel Fultz is just a guy that makes everything easier for everybody. And that's that's something this team is missing. That's something this team has been lacking. That's something this team hasn't been able to grab and grab a hold of here uh, in this early part of the season. The Magic are 3-11 in close games. Um, they play the third most clutch games of any team in the league. Clutch being defined as any game that's within five points in the final five minutes. So I do believe Monday's game against Brooklyn qualified for some clutch minutes. Um, so that... That tells you how that stats a little skewed sometimes, but um, but nonetheless, the Magic are three and eleven in these games, um, and it's hard to it's hard to disagree that having a point guard who is not going to turn the ball over, that's gonna that you trust to make the right decision, rather than a forward who you're square pegging into a round hole as a point guard. Markel Fultz is going to make life easier for everybody, um, and and it's it's completely unfair to overhype him here. 
uh, and to put all this pressure and responsibility on him, just like it's been unfair to put all the pressure and responsibility on a rookie in Paolo Bancaro to be a creator, to be a point guard. Um, to put it on Franz Wagner, who's never had to do it before, as his usage has ramped up, and, and he's thrived. Like, again, nothing to me... Well, we'll get into this when we talk about the first quarter MVP. I think you can tell who my first quarter MVP is. Um, Franz Wagner... The fact that Franz Wagner learned how to play point guard the NBA in the last month is just insane to me. Like, this, this kid is... This kid is good, guys. Um, giving Easing the pressure off of him and still sprinkling in these elements. It's not like this is going to go away, but easing the pressure off of him, getting him a few more easy shots, it's going to make him and this team so much better. This has been the day we have waited for. This has been the moment that this franchise, that this group has waited for. They have waited for this opportunity, for this player to come in and kind of just set that table the way that they need it set. The Magic went through the first quarter of the season without one of the central figures in their, on their roster. And, and yes, there are plenty of people who are critical of how the Magic are managing some of these injuries and how guys are coming back. But, assumedly, this means that he is good to go, that there will be no relapses, that there will be no further problems, that we will have him for the last three quarters of the season. Um, we can get into that philosophy later. But, for the moment, for now... This is a, such a huge thing for Orlando. And, and, and if Markel Fultz is even what he was last year, and, and I think a lot of us anticipate that he will be better, and it might take him a while to get there, obviously, because he didn't have preseason. He's got to get back into kind of game shape and game rhythm. Um, there's still going to be times where Franz is going to have to play point, where there's going to be some weird lineups out there because the depth isn't quite there yet. But um, this, it, this, is going to, this is going to just change everything for Orlando. This is going to help them take those important next steps that they've been missing. And yeah, you know, to use the language, to level up. Um, injuries have been the story of this first quarter of the season. There's no getting around it. There's no changing it. There's no... It's frustrating. There's, it's, it's not an excuse for all the losses, um, but it's it's a pretty big one. It's, it's, it's a pretty big thing, and Orlando's had to figure out a lot on the fly that they were prepared for. With Markel Fultz coming back, with Cole Anthony coming back, and hopefully with Wendell Carter coming back pretty soon, we're finally going to see what this team always envisioned it would be. I mean, it's no more, you know, no offense to these guys, Admiral Schofield minutes, no more Kevon Harris minutes. We're going to finally see the team as it was intended. And that's when the real evaluations can begin. That's when we can really begin to dive into this roster and figure out how this team and how this franchise move forward with this young group they have. Markel Fultz is a big piece of that. Just understanding what kind of point guard this group needs and thinking about all the ways that Fultz can positively impact a game, he is a key to this team pushing forward and moving forward. And the Ma- and again, the Magic have been without his even his backup in Cole Anthony. Having both of those guys in place, it's going to finally feel like this team is whole and can make those steps forward. So we're very excited to have those guys back. We're very excited to see what this team can do. But we do have to take a step back here uh, at the quarter mark of the season and think about a little bit what we've seen from the Magic so far. We'll do that in the context of Monday's loss to the Brooklyn Nets. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a, a quick word for our pals at Terra or Turo. Maybe it is Turo. I don't know. Um, Terra is the world's largest car-sharing marketplace. With Terra, you can book any car you want wherever you want it from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget across the U.S., U.K., Canada, and I don't know if it's soon now. We got a note on this, um, but also coming soon to Australia if it's not available there already. 
Book a spacious SUV or minivan for a family road trip. Get a classic or luxury car for a special event, birthday, or a holiday. And find affordable economy cars to, if you're on a budget and just need to get from A to B. Test drive the new electric vehicle you've had your eye on to see how it fits in your everyday life. Many Turo hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance, terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. So forget about boring rental cars and find your drive at taro.com. That's taro. It's spelled this way, if, even if I don't know how to pronounce it correctly. Sorry, guys. T-U-R-O.com. That's taro, T-U-R-O.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. If you're next, listen, go check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories at sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. So the Orlando Magic closed out the first quarter of their season with a 109-102 loss to the Brooklyn Nets on Monday. Um... Get this out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Durant's really good, um, and and the Magic don't have a player right now who can stop him consistently or or defend at a high you know defend at the highest levels individually. Um, the team's defense is although I thought the Magic played some good defense on on Monday. Team's defense is still largely pretty much a mess, and you know some nights Durant's just gonna do that. Forty five points, you know, insane efficiency. Just he had a night. What are you going to do about it? Um, but, you know, that's 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 not really what this game was about, um, at least for the Magic. The Nets, yeah, 45 points for Tavon Durant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, Orlando's got to be better defensively. I'm not going to sit here and say that they that they, they couldn't do more, couldn't do do more things, and we'll get into some of that here in a minute. But for the Magic, that the context of this game came from two disappointing efforts against the Philadelphia 76ers um, at home at that. Um, two games where the Magic just got outworked. Um, and, you know... The one thing that probably is inexcusable with this team is they have to be first to every ball. They have to be the ones willing to scrap and scrape for every little thing that they can get. They have earned nothing in this league. As talented as this team is, they are not a team that can just sit back and do whatever they want. They have got to play harder. They got to play a hard-nosed brand of basketball. They got to play hard-nosed and harder than anyone that they're facing. And the fact of the matter is that is not what happened Friday night against Philadelphia and did not happen Sunday night against Philadelphia in their worst loss of the season. So to see Orlando with all the injuries, Terrence Ross doesn't play, Wendell Carter's still out, Jalen Suggs is now out, um, and, and both Wendell and Jalen Suggs will miss Wednesday's game as well as they deal with their their their, their various uh, uh, lower body injuries. Um, this is, the Magic just needed to see the effort and energy this time. They just needed to see the team kind of showed that resolve that's that's important, that, that baseline of resolve that we talked about uh, after Sunday's game. And that's really what we got. That's what we saw from this team. 
regardless of the result. And again, Kevin Durant is just a superhuman person. Like, he's just on another level. The Magic played with intensity, with energy, with conviction, with aggressiveness. They made mistakes. Magic can live with the Magic can live with mistakes as long as you're learning from them, as long as you're getting back on the horse and going after it. That was not what they did against Philadelphia. So that's all well and good. That is what the Magic needed to see. They gave themselves a chance to win. They let go of the rope a little bit in the third quarter. Durant had, I think, 19 of his 45 in that third quarter. They let go of the rope a little bit. Their offense kind of hit that 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 mud that they couldn't get out of. Um, Durant started hitting shots, so the defense wasn't there uh, to kind of to buoy them a little bit. Um, it just it 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 got away from them. They scrambled and scra- scraped to kind of stay in the game, give themselves a chance. I think they got it down to four in the fourth quarter, and then Brooklyn made some key plays. Orlando started doubling Durant. He made the right pass. They found Nick Claxton underneath several times. Orlando missed several free throws that could have really put some pressure on Brooklyn and gotten them back into the game. Orlando got back to that kind of scrappy mentality that endeared them early in the season. Having said that, this first quarter of the season, yes, was about injuries, but also was about saying, okay, this is the baseline. That's fine. How do we start moving ahead of it? And really what the first quarter of the season showed for the Magic, just like this game, this Monday game against Brooklyn was really a microcosm for the season, and I love those at critical moments like this because I'm a writer and I like to blow things. I like to blow things up into into larger points. Um, the, the 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 thing that that this game showed is very much emblematic of the season in general. The Magic have a lot in them. Franz Wagner is a heck of a player. Paolo Bancaro is a heck of a player. Both those guys honestly don't understand how good they are yet. And it's really up to the coaching staff. And, and I think Jamal Mosley does have to do a better job of this, of making their lives easier to unlock more of their game. Getting guys healthy is going to help with this. Like Markel Fultz is going to help kind of ex- expedite this process and make them a whole lot better because they won't have to create as much. Orlando had 18 assists on like 38, 39 field goal makes. Like, the passing is still not where it needs to be. Markel's going to help because Markel drives you pass. Markel is a smart passer off the dribble. Franz isn't there yet. Paolo isn't there yet. That's uh, like if, if there's something both need to work on besides Paolo working on his three-point shooting, learning how to pass and make reads off the dribble on drives. And they're both first and second year players doing this for the first time. They're going to get better. So just like... See the four. Like I'm really preaching. See the forest for the trees here. There's 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 a lot, and 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 that's really kind of what we see is there is a lot to work with here. There is a lot of promise. Um, if there is frustration out there, which is fine, it's because we know and we can see how much better this team can be. Should the Magic be satisfied being five and fifteen or five and sixteen now, um, at this point in the season? Absolutely not. They have been in their share of games. They have had their chances to win, and they have squandered them. They have given up really good chances to win at Oklahoma City. They have given up really good chances to win um, in several late-game situations. The Atlanta game early in the season, I would think of. Even the Boston game, you know, I'm I'm losing to Boston. It's not the biggest deal in the world. But you can see how many opportunities the Magic have to win games, how they put themselves in position to win, and how they have gotten in their own way. This is part of the growing process. Identifying these moments, identifying these things, and getting better at them is part of the process of getting better, of leveling up, as Coach Mosley would like to say. And so now as we move from the first quarter of the season, we clearly see this team's potential. 
we clearly see this opportunity for this team to get better, for this team to take steps forward. And now we have to see them put it to action. Getting healthy is a big part of this story, for sure. And if there's going to be a storyline for the second quarter of the season, if the first quarter of the season was getting our feet wet, kind of figuring out who Paolo is, where Franz is, the story of the next 20 to 21, the next the story of the next 20 games is going to be about bringing guys back into the fold. Seeing Marco Fultz back with this team. Seeing Cole Anthony back with the team after he only played four games. Seeing Jalen Suggs continue his growth and development as he tries to figure out how to stay, you know, attached, um, you know, and, and not fall apart health-wise. And yes, I'm, I'm expecting it here at the end of December, the magic of a nice little homestand after Christmas, seeing Jonathan Isaac back on the floor. Over the next 20 games, we will begin to see the pieces of this team come together. And what we need to see on the floor is how these pieces fit so that when we get to the, thir- the second half of the season, we can start to figure out how this team moves forward and starts winning games. It is a long process, and the Magic have shown that they have the talent and the ability to be a darn good team. I, I will sit here and say this. The Magic, you know, for all the people who believe the Magic are a play-in capable team and are frustrated with where this team is at, you are not wrong. I may not share with you the play-in aspirations or the play-in tournament as the be-all, end-all goal, but you are not wrong. This team has play-in talent. This team has playoff talent. That's where you want to be as a young team. You want to be able to see clearly that future. And I think the frustration that I hear from fans is that it feels like management is getting in the way of that future by holding players out by with injury or or any number of things or you know some of the decisions Jamal Mosley's made. It's good we are having these conversations. And if there's a sign of clear growth from this team, it's that these conversations are real, they are deserved, and they're worth having. You are not wrong at all to say any of these things. Having said that, this is a process that's going to take some time. So we can clearly see this team's potential. We can clearly see there's a lot that needs to be worked on, and I mean a lot. This team is bottom 10 in the league, both in defensive rating and offensive rating at the moment. So let's hold our horses here a little bit. There's a lot this team needs to work on, but a lot of potential to grow into. And that's what these next 20 games are going to be about. Beginning to see that whole puzzle come together, that picture on the box that I talk about so much, beginning to see whether the pieces on this team fit that picture and be, and if this team could start taking that leap forward. We'll talk more first quarter of the season review here in the next couple days. Obviously, days, um, you know, obviously just kind of quick turnarounds here as, as the schedule does not care about these quarter breaks that I like to... I like to use, but I would honestly say, yes, the Magic disappointed a little bit this quarter of the season. The Magic are not quite where I thought they would be, um, but they're taking steps there, and it's understandable why they haven't been able to reach their full potential. There is still a lot of work to do, though, and a lot that has to happen, and I will continue to tell people, like, hey, let's see what this team looks like when healthy. Let's take a look at the totality of the picture and not at this, you know, again, significant but small snippet of this team. There is a lot of work to do. I will not deny that. I don't think anyone will. There is still a lot this team has to clean up and improve on, and that's why we have 60 more of these things to go to figure all that out. We're going to go through the box score real fast as the Orlando Magic lost to the Brooklyn Nets on Monday since we didn't get a chance to do that earlier. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. 
But first, a quick word from our pals at LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available, and that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn is one of the biggest, if not the biggest, professional social networks out there. It helped my sister get a, it helped my sister get a job and network and find the industry she wanted to be in. It can help you that way too. And if you're hiring, that's where you find the people that you want to hire. It's a professional social network. You can see everyone's resume. You can seek out people that you want to hire. It's really easy to, to post a job on LinkedIn Jobs. You just post your job, add your job in the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, since uh, this is coming out late on a Tuesday, it'll be kind of Tuesday, Wednesday episode of Locked On Magic. Let's just go over the box score real fast as the Orlando Magic fall to the Brooklyn Nets, 109-102. to Orlando now on a five-game losing streak. That is their longest of the season. Um, I believe, I hope it is. I don't know, maybe it isn't. Um, they're 5-16 and 16 at the moment, so team's still kind of looking for its way. And, you know, again, like I said, it should we shouldn't be applauding the effort, um, uh, but... After Sunday, just seeing the Magic hit that baseline effort was a positive sign. They played scrappy. They played like they really wanted to win, like they had something to prove. And and, and I was I was really really happy with how the Magic played. That's how they're going to have to play if they want to win uh, win these games moving forward. Um, again, you, you look at this team. They really kept pace with a solid Brooklyn team. They trailed by one at the half, but thirty five points third quarter from Brooklyn. Again, nineteen of those from Kevin Durant. He is really really good at basketball. If you haven't heard. Um, they got outscored 35-25 in that third quarter. That's kind of where the game was decided. Orlando was playing uphill the rest of the way. Um, this this team is just not built to make major comebacks. Um, not you know again unless they get super hot like they did against Golden State. Um, this team is just not built that way. But you know Orlando did a good job shooting threes. They made 13 of 31. You know it really feels like 30 is kind of the right number of three point attempts for this team. If they can hit t- 11, 12, 13, 14 threes a game. Obviously, that's that's really good if they're only going to be limited on in their attempts. Did a good job limiting Brooklyn's three-point attempts, nine for 28. Um, that was actually a big thing that kept Orlando in the game was Brooklyn was just not able to hit from the outside as Orlando really focused in on, on closing down the paint. Did a good job with that. The Magic did some really good things, I, I think, in this game. Again, controlling the paint was a big one. Uh, 42 points in the paint. Brooklyn did have 46, um, again, which is 
better than it was Sunday when they gave up 70-something. So a lot more resistance, a lot more attention to detail um, in this one. Um, let's go through some scores. Paolo Bancaro, really nice game. 24 points, 9 for 17 shooting, 5 for 10 from the foul line. The 5 free throw miss is really the only big mark. Orlando was 13 of 22 overall. Missed some key ones in the fourth quarter that they're going to want back. Um, so it's just, again, we're talking, again, I- I've been saying this throughout the whole year. Last year we were talking about maybe four, five, six-minute stretches where the Magic were bad and you just hoped that they could hang on. This year we're talking about two to three-minute stretches and then plays here and there. Um, you know, one or two plays. You want to get to the point where you're winning or losing games based on one or two plays, or you're losing games based on one or two plays um, because you can make up for those really easily. That's when you're in coin flip games rather than like, oh, here comes a two-minute stretch where the Magic can be awful. Like, I mean, against Philadelphia, there was that lineup in the second quarter where both, uh, both Paolo and Franz were off the floor. And I remember tweeting and saying like, hey, the Magic need to survive these minutes without Paolo and Franz off the floor. Um, and they ended up down 11, and that was that was pretty much a game. The Magic were climbing uphill and just couldn't find find their energy after that. Um, so Paolo, 24 points, a great job getting in the basket. Again, missing missing at the foul line. Five turnovers was a big thing, but overall, just really impressive showing from him, uh, just starting to get a lot more comfortable, starting to look a lot better coming off the injury. Bull Bull, 24 points in 39 minutes, 10 for 15, shooting three for six from the on the arc, six rebounds for him. Really, really impressive game from Bull Bull. Um, just offensively, he is just a dynamo. Like he find he, he he finds his gaps, he finds his ability to score. Defenses don't know what to do with him. Durant did block his shot once, so it is possible he does bleed. But um, but overall, just a really impressive offensive showing. Bowl is just a really off, a impressive offensive player. It's it's just it's hard to imagine a seven foot three player coming downhill at you um, the way that he does. And, and he's just so good. He's just so good at it at this point. So really impressive game from him. And honestly, a really impressive game from Franz Wagner. 21 points, 8 for 16 shooting, 3 for 6 from the from the three-point line. Did have four turnovers. You know, again, Durant guarding him, going at Durant. Both Paolo and, and Franz showed no fear going at Durant. Um, Durant had his way def- offensively with everybody. Um, but, you know, I, I really liked how both of these guys went at him and, and, and were able to go. You know, you can't go point for point with him because he's Kevin Durant. But both these guys were aggressive. They were going at, at the basket. They were doing a lot of really, really good things. Uh, the lot, uh, Gary Harris, 19 points, 7 for 12, shooting 4 for 6 from deep. Just a really solid game from Gary Harris. A few uncharacteristic turnovers. He had three turnovers in the game. Um, but Gary was solid defensively. Did a great job on Kyrie Irving for the most part. Ir- Irving had 20 points on 9 for 17 shooting, which considering the last time the Magic played, Kyrie Irving is probably decent. Um, but overall, uh, just really loved how how Gary played. And, and honestly, like let I, I got to give some shout-out to Caleb Houston. Three, he only scored three points, one for four from the floor, one for three from deep. Seven rebounds for Caleb. Just a really smart defensive player. Like, this was a game, his first career start, where you really, and he played 30, he played nearly 31 minutes. You really see why the coaching staff trusts him. You really see why the coaching staff keeps going to him. And in his bench minutes beforehand, you know, maybe it wasn't that clear because he's playing with bench units. He's, you know, he's not really kind of the glue, glue holding them together. You know, you expect him to be a little bit more. You Maybe that bench unit... Needs a little bit more oomph and, and and offensive punch, but I really loved how Caleb is in the right spots defensively. They trust him to guard Durant for portions of it. I mean, did he do well? Yeah, used to say. Um, not particularly well, but Durant's also hitting some really tough shots. Um, but he was just in the right spots consistently, got deflections, got steals, really picked up the energy for this team. Caleb, he's, you know, the shot's got to come around. I think he's got to be a little bit more. I mean, we know he's a shooter. He's learning how to shoot from the three point from the NBA three point line. Once that comes, 
he's going to be a really, really interesting player. Um, you know, I, I think we're seeing why the Magic are, are hanging on to him and, and trying to get him out there. Obviously, the trouble spot for Orlando. We, we described a lot of guys who played really, really well and scored a lot of points. Um, Orlando just has 2, 5, 9, 11 points off their bench. Just three field goal makes. That's three for 9, 14, 16. Three for 16 off the bench. Um, just no support off the bench. Brooklyn got 17 from Joe Harris off their bench. Um, you know, again, Brooklyn not exactly balanced scoring either. Durant with 45, Irving with 20, Claxton with 17. Um, Harris with 17 off the bench. Um, you know, again, it's little things. It's little plays. It's rotation decisions sometimes that determine whether Brooklyn was able to pull away from Orlando or whether Orlando was able to stay in this game. So a lot of little things going into this game. Um, you know, Orlando obviously playing shorthanded. They need everyone on deck. They need everyone's help. They need everyone's energy. And, and the energy was really, really good. Uh, but there's just that that last little bit that the Magic have been missing. And, you know, hopefully that's Markel Fultz, that's Cole Anthony, that's Jonathan Isaac, that's Wendell, certainly Wendell Carter, certain, that's Jalen Suggs. We know that last little bit's waiting in reserve. That's been the story of the first quarter of the season. Now we got to see that last little bit come to the foreground. The Orlando Magic fall to Brooklyn Nets 109-102. They'll face the Atlanta Hawks on Wednesday at the Amway Center. I'll be down at the Amway Center for that. We'll have a complete recap of that game on our next episode of Locked on Magic. But... That's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You, of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Hit your tune in Himmel, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Now that you're done listening to us, be sure to check out the Locked on Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's all available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Go Team USA. I grabbed the wrong side of my jersey. Go Team USA. Big win over Iran. Happy for our boys. We'll see the Dutch on Saturday. But until next time, for Orlando Magic, Daily and Locked on Magic, this is Phil Rossman, Mike. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.